Man, we're so close. The World Cup is literally right around the corner. I know there's a lot of crappy stuff that's associated with this World Cup. I just can't help myself, though, from being excited. It'll be the first time we've gotten to see the U.S. play at a World Cup in more than eight years. And that's kind of a big deal. So it's Friday. I want us to have a little bit of fun. It's going to be lighthearted here on this Friday episode We're going to talk about five things that I've been thinking about or wondering about or asking about this U.S. team to hopefully give us all some things to watch for and to keep an eye on during the World Cup. I'm Joe Lowry, and welcome to the Backheeled Show, where we bring you unique coverage of the USMNT in just 10 minutes or less. We'll be in your ears every day during the U.S.'s run in Qatar with quick, informative episodes, because here at Backheeled, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. So. Let's get to it and talk about our five things to watch for from this U.S. team. All right, let's get to the first thing that I'm watching out for for the U.S. at this World Cup. I want to start with the defense and Matt Turner. That's the key for me overall for this U.S. team. Kieran Doyle was on this show and has written something for Backyield about how defensive teams tend to do better at the World Cup. Teams that are really good at, at, at not allowing goals tend to do better than teams that are really good at scoring goals in the World Cup. And oh boy, is that good news for the USMNT. Their attack is a question mark. But Jamin Moore and I worked on an article for Backheel.com as well. Go check it out about how the US's superpower is their defending, right? This team had the best defensive numbers in CONCACAF during World Cup qualifying. They put out some good defensive numbers against non-CONCACAF teams as well in recent games. You add the defense to Matt Turner, who could be a breakout star, we'll talk more about breakout stars later, who could be a breakout star for this U.S. team at the World Cup, and you have a really good recipe for success. His shot-stopping numbers, and Jamin wrote this in the article, his shot-stopping numbers are elite. Like, compared to other MLS goalkeepers when Turner was with the Revolution before he moved to Arsenal, it was night and day. Turner is, hands down, one of the best goalkeepers in MLS history. Let's hope that that version of Matt Turner shows up in Qatar. That's the first thing I'm watching for from this U.S. team, how good their defense and how good Matt Turner can be and if it can power our World Cup run. My second thing that I'm watching for for the U.S. at this tournament is health. This team has dealt with injury after injury after injury, and right now, fingers crossed, maybe I'll cross my toes too, it feels like this team is healthier than they've been in a really long time. Now, things aren't perfect, right? Recent reports that Sergio Dest hasn't been training in full. He's been off to the side. Weston McKenney's been dealing with a little bit of an injury. Matt Turner has been dealing with one as well, but he's back, and it says he's 100%. Things seem relatively good. Again, crossing fingers and toes. Things seem solid for this U.S. team right now. If they're healthy, right, if you have the core players healthy, Gio Reyna, healthy for now, at least. Christian Pulisic, healthy. Tim Weah, healthy. Aronson, healthy. Adams, McKenney, Musa. It seems like all of those players are ready to go. That is a huge deal for this team. Their ceiling is a lot higher when those players are out there together on the field. Let's hope they stay healthy throughout this World Cup. The third thing that we're getting to on this episode is something that I've been wondering more and more about the U.S. as I've learned more and more about Group B. We've talked through all three of the U.S.'s group stage opponents on this very podcast. All three are conservative teams. All three would rather you come to them than them come to you, which makes me wonder, who is going to break down a defensive team for the U.S.? Who's going to break down the block? And I I don't have a good answer to this question right now. Yunus Musa can do a lot of that good stuff in terms of breaking lines on the dribble. Gio Reyna, when he's on the field, I think can be a a block breaker for the U.S. Can Christian Pulisic do that stuff? Can Tim Weah do that stuff? 
I don't know the answer to this question, but when you look at this group and this group B in particular, I think it is a pivotal question for the U.S. How effective they are at breaking blocks is going to be critical for this team in Qatar. Thing number four that we're talking about could be the U.S.'s ticket out of this group if they can't break a block, and that is attacking set pieces. The U.S. has the tools to be really, really good at set pieces, and set pieces, let's not forget, are important in the World Cup. According to Jamin, who wrote that article with me that I referenced earlier about the U.S.'s defense, in World Cups, 44% of goals in the 2018 World Cup, 44% of goals came on set pieces. That is more than 20% higher than the percent of goals that you would see scored on set pieces in a Premier League game or in an MLS game. Set pieces are huge at the World Cup, and the U.S., with the personnel they have, could be set up to do some damage in those moments. Weston McKinney is really, really good in the air. Walker Zimmerman is really, really good in the air. Some of the U.S.'s other center backs can be dangerous in those moments as well. The U.S. has tools to cause problems for opposing teams in set-piece moments. If they can't score an open play, set-pieces could be key for the U.S. in the World Cup. Finally, thing number five that I'm watching for or curious about, it's who's going to be the U.S.'s breakout star at this tournament. In some ways, it's the most fun bit of any of these five things, and it's the most fun part about World Cups other than, you know, like winning. The U.S. has a lot of young, talented players that have been molded over years of real uncertainty in the U.S. national team program, over years of trying to prove themselves in Europe. Now the U.S. has a bunch of these talented players who are ready to show what they can do. I want to know who the breakout player is going to be at this World Cup for the U.S. I mentioned Matt Turner earlier. It could be him. I mentioned Yunus Musa a little bit earlier. It could be him. I mentioned Gio Reyna earlier. If he's healthy, I think it very much could be him as well. I'm probably the highest on Musa because I think he's going to be fit. I think he's going to be healthy throughout. And outfield players just get more shine than goalkeepers. That's the reality here. Sorry, goalkeepers. Musa is a brilliant player. I, I think there's a real chance he moves for a big chunk of change from Valencia to maybe a, a real Champions League contender or at least a Champions League knockout level team. Musa's that good. I think he could be the breakout star. But even if he's not, I would wager that there will be at least one who sort of catches fire, one U.S. player who sort of catches fire in a global sense. So those are the five things that I'm watching for from this U.S. team. There are others as well, but those are things that I've been pondering, wondering, thinking about for the U.S. ahead of Qatar. Let's get to this thing, right? We are so close to this happening. We'll have more coverage of the World Cup and specifically the USMNT up on Backheel.com and here on the Backheel Show feed. That's all we've got for this episode. If you want more American soccer coverage, follow us along on social media at Backheel or check out the site or keep listening to the show. For now, we'll talk to you soon. 